Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Haley. And today, per special quest of you guys, we're going to be talking a little bit about conflict and drama and how to handle all of that. Yeah, I think a lot of you guys have requested kind of tips on how to handle conflict in friendship. Do you feel like you're good at handling conflict? I wouldn't say I'm good but i wouldn't say it makes me uncomfortable i think that's a good place to be in like i have no problem addressing something that's caused like okay for a roommate example i have no problem addressing something that one of my roommates is doing that's making the rest of us upset like no problem yeah um just because i know that if we let it like stew and let it like that thing that they're doing make us like angry on the inside something yeah. really small is gonna like make us Set explode us yeah. yeah so i'd rather just like deal with like what's actually happening than what's not happening yeah no i think that's good i think like i was i feel like you're very good at addressing things up front oh my gosh when you texted me she texted me last night can i be honest with you and it wasn't even a big deal and i was like i'm gonna throw up <laughs> <laughs> she hates me she wants to quit the podcast that's not true <laughs> but no I think you're like pretty good like I think you're good at addressing things like head on and yeah. I don't worry that if we were like addressing conflict it will like change our friendship yeah but I was I was horrible at handling conflict in high school were you I don't I'm like trying to think I, and I'm like I don't remember I try to block out high school honestly yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think back the only like major conflict I had was I got called to the principal's office for like targeting a girl that I mm, I don't know because I don't think I have zero problem with conflict and so like she knew I didn't like I didn't like her which I have no problem with her now yeah but like at the time I think she knew she I didn't like her and so she went to like the office which was like another family friend of hers and then it was like this whole deal but I just like yeah but I just was like pretty unaffected by it like I was like I think this is dumb like we're not even in the right principal's office like we went to the junior high principal instead of the high school principal yeah so it was just like that whole thing I would have rather just been like let's have a conversation right (laughs) you know like yeah well that's one of the things I was going to say is like I think in conflict keeping it between the two parties involved is always like the best is always the best thing you can do yeah which I know that's harder to do in high school because some little girlies are a little bit irrational. Little drums. Yeah, all the home hormones are high. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think if at all possible, having a civilized, normal, just conversation about like things that are bothering you is way better than like bringing in Other people parties. that aren't related in any by any means yeah i agree which i will disclaim this i was not targeting in dodgeball i was playing dodgeball wait it was dodgeball (laughs) yes i'm sorry i'm shook i thought it was like verbal like bullying no it was it was like the goal of dodgeball i'm throwing the ball at her (laughs) were you (laughs) it's dodgeball you're throwing the ball at everyone yes I'm shook. That's really funny, actually. I definitely had a totally different picture of the situation going on in my yeah, head. Yeah, I wanted to disclaim that so nobody thought that I was completely <laughs> That's really funny, actually. <laughs> That's really funny. I know. It's pretty comedic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, like, okay, disclaimer also, not about me in high school. I'm a communication major, and I've taken so many classes on conflict, so... This she has gym. a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of notes. books. Yeah. Yeah, which is great because I like that more than just being this is what I think. Like Yeah. 
let's give them let's give them substantial yeah content yeah yeah so I have a lot of notes of things I took conflict and negotiation two semesters ago I think but we talk about it all the time in literally every class I take and I just took relational calm which talked about a lot of stuff and honestly helped me in my relationships yes Um, amazing So I think like something that's really important is to recognize that conflict is a healthy part of friendships and relationships. Mm. Like I think that a lot of the time people think it's like negative, but I think conflict is a catalyst like for growth in relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think if you are able to change your mindset surrounding conflict, then it takes off some of the pressure of engaging in conflict. So like when I was in high school, I think, like, I was so afraid of confrontation because I thought it was, like, a sign of, like, weakness in the relationship or, like, it could only be kind of, like, destructive. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that healthy relationships can handle healthy conflict. Mm. And so once I changed my mindset Wait, did you all catch that? Healthy relationships can handle healthy healthy conflict. conflict. Yes. That's good. Yes. We'll talk about, I want to talk about toxic relationships at the end, too, because I think conflict is different in that context. Yeah. But healthy relationships can handle healthy conflict. Love that. And so once I changed my mindset from like conflict is a bad thing to conflict brings growth, Mm -hmm. I'm like not as afraid to engage in conflict because I know like once we work through this, like our friendship will be stronger. Mm -hmm. And so I think that kind of takes some of the pressure off. Yeah, totally. If you're like non-confrontational, which I'm honestly not. Yeah. And I think it kind of gives a little bit more purpose to being like, some people are just like, I don't want to have this conversation because it's like going to bring conflict. But if you go in to it being like, this is what I want the outcome to be. Like, this is the conflict and like, this is the growth that I want to see happen because of it. That kind of gives it more of a purpose and makes it more like something that you should do instead of something that you should just push under the rug. I agree. I also think learning... I'm going to have to explain this a little. Um, I think, so identifying messages versus meta messages. So a message is like what somebody verbally says. So it's like a message is, would be like when your mom's like, (laughs) when your mom's like, can you do the dishes? And like an outsider would just be like, she's just asking me to do the dishes. But a meta message is the like underlying message that's made up of years of history. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, your family relationships are about to be shook yeah. to the core. Yeah, this helps me so much, honestly. Um, so, like, a meta message is, like, your – is all the years of history you have with that person, the way they say it, and it's what you read into it. Mm-hmm. So, when you hear your mom say, can you do the dishes, you read into – she, like, always talks about how I never help her. Like, she thinks that I, like, don't do anything, that I'm, like, a lazy daughter. Like, she's always trying to tell me what to do. She's criticizing how I do everything in my life. Mm. That's – what you hear yeah so i being able to identify what is being said versus like what you're reading into it and what the history that's there that's making you read into it that way wow i need to take that class it's great it was really good um so hopefully that helps that helped me over break honestly with my family that's going to help me for sure yeah yeah um so being able to identify that i think helps a lot in discerning when conflict should even be addressed yeah because a lot of the time you're not even like someone's not attacking you you're just taking years of history with that person Mm -hmm. and like your underlying insecurities and like when they chose to say it and the tone you heard it in and you're making it into something it's not I Mm -hmm. guess yeah so I think that helps discern like when do I address this versus like okay no I'm like not reacting to what's being said I'm reacting to the meta message yes underneath it the Um, years and years of history wow that's so good yeah I know I needed that in high school definitely gonna take notes on that yeah it's really good yeah And so I also wrote, like, figure out what you're reacting to, like, what, 
when somebody says something and you're hurt or you're angry or whatever it is, like figure out what is that underlying insecurity or lie that's being hurt or attacked by Mm -hmm. what they're saying and figuring out like, are they actually saying that or are you projecting it? Because like, I know, like if my underlying insecurity is, which this honestly is true, if my underlying insecurity is like, I'm not deserving of love or I have to earn people's love. And then someone's like, oh, you like never hang out with us. Then I'm like, hurt that they said that, but I'm not hurt. Like, I'm hurt because my underlying insecurity is like, well, if I don't show up, people aren't gonna love me. Mm. I just think, like, through self-reflection, getting to know those, like, underlying lies or insecurities that are patterns that are frequently brought out in conflict that you feel like are being attacked. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense. No, it did. I think that's really good. I think that a lot of the time when people have issues or or are in just, like, high tense are a little bit more irritable, bringing more conflict, it's because of, like, something else that's, like, they're not addressing. Right. I think the more you can address those like underlying things, the less conflict you have Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with it within yourself. Mm -hmm. And then I think when you're actually addressing it, like if you're like, okay, this is a real conflict, like I wasn't just whatever, like reading into it, like if it is a real conflict, asserting what you feel in this situation instead of placing blame. Like I think always, you know, you always want to use I feel statements. I know that's like so basic, but just like taking ownership for how you feel and not blaming the other person for what you feel like they did and remembering that like their feelings are valid too. Like obviously we all go into conflict thinking we're right. Like otherwise we wouldn't have the conflict. Yeah. So just like remembering that everyone's feelings are valid and that feelings aren't like right or wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think what's important too in going into conflict is to remember that just because they feel a certain way that you may not agree with doesn't mean that like their feelings don't count like what you were saying basically just like their feelings are just as valid as your feelings and to acknowledge that and to be like just because I don't see things from their point of view I haven't lived a life they've lived and I don't understand like what they've been through because like I can't get into their headspace doesn't mean that what they're feeling isn't just as a reality just as much of a reality to them as like whatever I'm feeling is to me you know Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I think too, like the goal of conflict is not to go in and change their feelings. Yeah. The goal of conflict is to go in and understand each other's feelings. Yeah. And work through it. But I think that a lot of the time, like we go into conflict thinking like I need to change their mind and make them see that they're wrong or something like that. But that's, that's absolutely not the goal. It's to like gain a better understanding of both parties' feelings so you can work towards a solution that integrates both people's needs. Yeah. And we talked about this earlier, but just keep it as much between the two parties as you possibly can. Like, I think there's rarely a need to bring other people into a conflict. Unless Mm. it's, unless it's something extreme, like I'm talking like extreme, like bullying, abuse. Obviously, do not keep that to yourself. Not what we're saying. But if it's like, like for the most part, I think conflicts can be worked through between the two parties. And like, sometimes you do need to confide in someone, but if you do confide in someone, like, choose wisely yeah and choose somebody who's going to speak the truth into that situation yeah and not honestly someone who might not necessarily be right on your side immediately and be like they're a horrible person they suck that's not what you want you want someone who's going to speak truth into the situation and be like is that really what's happening like clarifies your feelings clarifies your needs yeah and they're the other person's too yeah I think that's good I think Coming on top of that, a lot of times people will talk out of their own emotions, which I do think it's important to calm down before going into a conversation in regards to conflict. But I think that it's that going back to what you said, that it's important to like know who's safe to talk to about it. If if that's something that you need to do before having that conversation. Yeah, I agree. I also wrote 
again I'm reading off a list I wrote that I think like living out of abundance and not living out of lack is something that has helped me a lot I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna make sense how it directly relates but like I said I've said this before like someone else's success is not your failure and like someone else's strength is not your weakness and so I think realizing that there's like enough to go around for everyone can help mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if that directly relates I don't know how, what I'm trying to I think that that just goes into the underlying issue that like some drama and conflict is caused by like comparison and yeah. and goes back to the underlying feeling of like you're not enough and yes. so And so it makes sense for another person's success or another person's just like happiness when you're having a hard time would cause... It's like threatening. Yeah, it's threatening and like to a person that doesn't know themselves all that well could cause drama or conflict. Yeah, I agree. And then do you want to talk about toxic friendships? Yeah. Because I think conflict is different if you're in a toxic friendship. And first of all, if you're in a toxic friendship, sis, get out. Yeah, there's... It's a hard It's so hard. Yeah. Because there can be people in your life that you're like, I really like you as a person, but like in my own head, you're toxic to me because of the way I compare myself to you. And so in that instance, I would challenge you not to get rid of those friendships because in the end, it's like you. Does that make sense? Yeah. And to take a look at like what is going on in your heart and in your life. And maybe if you just like need a break and like some space to get your mind right and to like build that confidence before going back into that friendship I think would be good I think I lost a lot of friends from high school because of that mindset being like just that comparison and um whatever but then there are are truly toxic friendships who are manipulative and are not life-giving and only look out for what they want and who put blame on you Mm -hmm. and you're always doing everything wrong yeah and those people those people aren't healthy Um, yeah yeah no that that's definitely true I think honestly it's okay to hold like you're saying there's some people that you like genuinely like but I think it's okay to hold people at an arm's length if you need to Mm mm-hmm yeah. Like, not everybody needs to be your closest friend. And honestly, there's sometimes sometimes there's people in your life that you literally can't get rid of. Maybe this is, like, a family member or something. Yeah. They, like, they're not leaving your life, but they are a toxic presence in your life. And, like, it's okay to hold them at an arm's length yeah. if that's what you need. It is. I think if that is the choice and in any situation, like, or circumstance, is to always remember to treat them with kindness. Because yes. a lot of the time we feel like when we have to cut out toxic relationships or hold people at arm's length we don't want to talk to them we don't want to be near them we don't want to be associated with them and that can cause like a little bit of like bitterness in within yourself towards that person um when that doesn't need to be the case and just remember why you're doing what you're doing and then remember to extend kindness towards that person because you don't want a heart of bitterness towards those people either which is something i'm speaking to to myself as well but yeah and I think also, too, if you're, like, if there are people in your life that are toxic, sometimes you don't engage in conflict with them. Like, sometimes you just take a step back and you choose not to engage because it's not going to be productive, which is freaking hard. Yeah, I literally had an argument with a person last night who was trying to argue with me that the state they were currently in, that they told me they were in, wasn't the state they were actually in having this conversation. And I'm like, um, you literally just told me that this was, like, where you're at um but instead of arguing I was just like okay yeah like obviously like I don't need to argue this with you because the obvious truth is literally revealing itself like right before my eyes and so I don't need to argue this with you Mm -hmm. because like the truth always will come out and so sometimes it's like not worth it yeah I agree to engage 
I've had like I definitely had friendships end in high school because I was like I can't engage in this anymore like I've defended myself to you a million times and you're like never going to see it so there's no use like going in circles about this like it it reveals their true character Mm -hmm. I think and like yeah just because there's a conflict doesn't mean you have to engage in it because like I said healthy friendships can help handle healthy conflict Mm -hmm. but the key word there is healthy yes and that the friendship is healthy yeah it's okay to not engage if you know it's like not going to be productive and like honestly that sucks but I think too conflict reveals like the true nature of friendship yeah I agree I think ultimately if you're engaging in conflict and you find that like your conflict is this constant cycle of blame and shame then I take the time to like evaluate your friendship the last kind of questions that I wrote just as like reflection I guess when you're engaging in conflict is this is for you and your friends so like reflect on this within yourself but I said do your friends speak out of love even in conflict Mm -hmm. do they genuinely want to strengthen the relationship or do they just want to win Mm. so I think ask those questions of yourself when you're engaging in conflict and ask those questions or like look at your friends too Mm -hmm. because I do think like I'm so grateful for our friend group because I feel like we can engage in conflict in a pretty healthy way because even if there is conflict like it is all coming out of love you can like speak truth into the relationship out of love even if it like looks like conflict on the outside but that's not always the case so I think asking those questions of yourself and of the people that you're around is good yeah. So we posted a poll on Instagram a couple weeks ago and we're going to be answering some of your guys' questions now. Yeah, we just basically asked kind of what, we just said like what are your questions for us about conflict and friendship and so we're going to take a couple minutes and answer that and that's how we'll end. Yep. All right, so some of the questions you guys asked us actually we kind of answered earlier in the episode so these are just, we have about three questions that we thought we'd answer. So the first one is, how do you find a balance between being upfront and honest and sparing somebody's feelings? Mm, I'm very bad at this, I feel, <laughs> because I way rather just be honest and deal with it. Also, I'm the type of person that's like, if something's wrong, I'm not okay until it's talked about. Yeah. So that's really hard for me. I think it's important to think about like what's going on in life um, that you're going to have to, like, surround yourself with that person along with other people and just yeah, yeah. not to make, like, a selfish decision yeah. when trying to decide if you want to have that conversation yeah. or not. No, I think that's true. Just being aware of, like, all the factors at play and, like, where you see that person, kind of, like, where you see that person in your life. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. I think one like figuring out if it's worth it like if it's worth engaging in the conflict which we kind of talked about earlier in the episode um I think like you can be honest but speak out of love like honesty doesn't mean like being rude like that's not the same thing yeah so I think that you can be honest and speak from a place of like love and truth yeah and I think part of that is taking ownership like you can be honest about how you feel like your honesty isn't like placing blame on the other person or saying like well this is what happened like being honest is just speaking from how you truly feel and speaking from a place of love and like wanting to grow yeah totally um at the same time you don't always need to call out every single thing that bothers you like that's not going to be productive like (laughs) yeah I think that's I think that's how I'd answer that I think it's good um second question is uh how do you handle rumors being spread about you I think this is mostly like in high school because yeah love Mm. high school (laughs) drums um I 
<laughs> we both went to small schools. We both know yeah. the drill. I think in high school I worked really hard to just, like, be what everyone wanted to be, wanted yeah. me to be, like, teachers and, like, friends. And so I don't really remember having any rumors spread. I don't know. Maybe I <laughs> nice. had. Nice. But about me. But... I remember, like, friends who had, like, rumors yeah. about them, and it feels, like... Earth-shattering. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, this is not how I am. This is not how I want to be per- perceived or whatever, and... But, like, that's how people are, like, are perceiving me, and that sucks because, like, at the end of the day, you just want to be, like, a good Loved, one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't really know. I you think... probably have better advice. I definitely had rumors spread about me, but I, I, I would say some of them were unmerited um, and stemmed from conflict. And I think, like, honestly, well, I was going to say this earlier. One, if there's, like, drama where, like, rumors are involved, like, for the love of all that is good, stay off social media. Like, we talk about this, me and you talk about this a lot, because we talked about how we both went off Twitter in, like, senior year of high school, because, like, everyone's subtweeting, like, if there's drama or, like, please, like, do not take it to social media. Keep it between whoever it involves and so I think like if rumors are being spread like a lot of times that does involve social media kind of but I think like all you can do honestly is take it with a grain of salt and know that's not the truth of who you Mm -hmm. are and know that the people who love you and who like know your heart don't Mm -hmm. think that about you yeah well no that's not true about you yeah and that's like what matters and if someone who you think loves you like does believe that about you like they're probably not somebody you want in your life yeah um yeah, no, it, that's definitely really hard, and it honestly sucks, and, like, there's not much you can do other than, like, like, there's not a lot you can do to make that stop other than just, like, keep... Just be better. Yeah, keep being, like, a good person, keep yeah. being who you are, and, like, if people don't accept that, they don't accept that, and just know, like, you know who you are, the people who love you know who you are, and that's what matters. Like, I, someone told me in high school, all that matters is the good opinions of good people, Mm. Um, and I think that's like something that stuck with me a lot like not everyone's opinion or what they say about you should like weigh on you I think yeah okay next question is where do you draw the line of being a friend and being taken advantage of this is a hard one I don't walk that line well or I didn't (laughs) in high school as a two (laughs) I think I think boundaries like I just think it comes down to boundaries is like honestly you might have to literally sit down and list out like okay this is what I like want and need out of a friendship this is what I want to give out of a friendship and am I like not that it's a transaction like friendship isn't a transaction but it should be a give and take and like in some seasons you're going to be giving more and in some seasons you're going to be taking more and I just think like knowing those lines and those boundaries and giving to people but not giving to people so much that you're depleting yourself. Mm -hmm. And, like, also giving – I think you can tell when you're being taken advantage of because, like, you kind of give out of obligation almost. Yeah. If you know you're being taken advantage of, I don't know, there's, like, an awareness there that you, like, don't necessarily want to do it, but you feel like, oh, well, like, I'm a good person. Like, everyone thinks I'm a good person. I should do this. Yeah. But I think just evaluating, like, do I genuinely want to do this? And if there's a part of me that's like, I don't feel like this is right. Like, I feel like they're taking advantage of me. Then, like, probably trust that. (laughs) Yeah. But I think know your boundaries. Know what you want and need out of a friendship. Evaluate if – if you're getting it and if you're like also giving it to other people yeah 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 Yeah, I think it's important to remember that not every friendship in every season is going to be like yeah equal put in reciprocal yeah yeah, both parts or yeah sides or whatever but to like remember love your friends through their hard seasons yeah totally um but also it's it is like that hard line of like okay are they taking advantage of me because they know this about me or because like they really just like are having a rough time yeah yeah um, I agree. No, I think that's really good. I definitely 
yeah, there are, like, be there for your friends and love them in hard seasons, obviously, but if you feel like your hard seasons aren't met with, like, the yeah. same love, then, like, yeah, that's Cause, a like, sign. Yeah, because, like, good friends, even in hard seasons, can still, like, do their best to, like, yeah. be there. Still if you, you like, well. like, if you're, like, okay, I know you're having a hard time, da-da-da-da, but I, I, I just need to talk about this. Yeah. And then they're not there for that, you yeah. know? That, I think that is a yeah. good sign that they're... Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right, well, those are the three questions because, yeah, a lot of them overlap. Like, you guys ask, like, oh, how do you know when a friendship should, like, end or when it's time to let a friendship go? Or, like, how do you, like, do you think conflict is beneficial? And I was reading those, like, excellent questions, but we talked about them earlier. So those are kind of the ones that stood out to us from what you asked. Sorry if our answers are very rambly. We decided that we would just kind of talk without, yeah, without writing it down. So those are just kind of our initial thoughts on that. But... We hope that this episode helped you guys mm-hmm. um, deal with conflict in friendship and relationships, like, honestly, whatever. They, honestly, whatever context conflict happens in. We hope that it helped. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram at the Hasis Podcast. Rate and review if you feel like, you know, you want to do it. Yes, please, and please. And, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, sis. <laughs>